Orange Rising, everyone. Natalie coming to live. Spraving coffee. Got my coffee here. Wow. It's kind of amazing that I'm here um, on time a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's uh, let's get started. For those of you on Facebook, please say good morning. Say hi. Wave. Do something. I don't care. Some jumping jacks. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Um but let me know you're here. Um, I'm going to keep saying that throughout the live as people join because I'm not seeing who's on here. Um, another thing, another few things. I think I'm going to start switching this platform over to a YouTube channel um, for those of you who want to see my face while I do this video. Um, so I think I'm going to be, hey, GP man, I'm going to be switching over to, um, I believe, YouTube. Um not not for the Podbean people, for the people that I get on, do my live videos for um, through Facebook, okay? So um, just so you know, um, so yes, yeah, some of you I think are on here, um, started a group on the um, Telegram. So if you're interested in that, please um, reach out at Spirit and Coffee. Um, it's going to be a little bit different. Um, and the way that I've split it up, I just want to give you guys some insight. What I do in spiritual alchemy is talk about the intention behind what we create because I, I know that individuals are sort of looking for what's next. They're trying to understand what's next. You can only do so much research and conspiracy theories and all this stuff. You can only do so much. And after a while, you start to go, okay, now what? That is why this is the practical use of esoteric wisdom. This is not about... Um, you know, it, it could be all the processes that are out there in order to create. But the reality is it's about how do we apply it and, and how do we start to get creative and use our what we call the active imagination in order to shape and create a new world. We can't do that from uh, just writing things down and thinking they're going to look a certain way or looking at the system that's currently here and thinking that that's how it's going to be fixed. So my goal is to say, okay, so how do we lead ourselves to to the promised land? What does that look like, right? Because we're sort of at that phase, and I think it's timely, and I think it's worthy of dialogue. How do we lead ourselves to the promised land? Good morning, Wendy. Good morning. Not on, who's on here? Say good morning. Who's on Facebook? I can't see who's on here. If you say good morning, I will be able to tell you hello. Um, and then I don't know. There's some ER. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Um, so the intentionality, so here's how I feel that, um, it, what I feel is almost needed in the individuals that are showing up and correct me if I'm wrong is the way to get to the promised land. Well, where are we leading people? Here's what happened in the dialogues. Okay. I'm just going to give you some background as to what happened. Um, good morning, Tina. Good morning, Rachel. We, okay. There was a point where everybody started to see the system wasn't working right we're starting to look at it and we're like it this shit ain't working we gotta change and then we had this big pandemic and this big wave and everybody was freaking out going crazy and it was spiritual warfare now we're looking at rebuilding the system some people don't agree with the way the system is some people agree some people think this that the other okay we're not going to get into the dialogues who's right wrong good or bad um, I will say, however, that the time of transformation and change for a new dialogue to arise is here. We're ready for a new way of shaping the world. And people are starting to wake up to that, but not really sure how that gets done. Now, 
the people in the background were breaking down the systems, the very foundation. Now in tarot and alchemy, okay, I'm going to get esoteric on you guys. It's called the tower event, okay? A tower event comes and breaks down the very foundation. We've seen this in other civilizations. So if we go back historically, we'll see that the Roman Empire, the Greek Empire, well, Greek, Rome, I mean, Greece, Rome, all of those places have fallen to the ground. Egypt, right? There was something happened where all of these ancient civilizations collapsed, right? So history repeats itself. We're kind of at that same place where we have all these empires who, that have risen. We see all these empires, right, that are risen. And we're going to demolish them soon. I mean, that's usually what happens. That's how history plays out. It's not like rocket science and our prophecy. It's just look at what's happened before. And humans don't seem to learn from their mistakes. So what, what does that mean? That means that there are people in the background okay, that are actually trying to demolish the very foundation that our governments are based on. There are people in the background who are saying, um, you know what, the way it's working doesn't work, and they're writing legislation to bring things down. And you'll see it with the pedophiles and all this stuff, right? They're trying to call them out. They're trying to put them in jail. They're trying to do all these things to bring down the system. Here's the deal. Do I know those people? I know some of them. Why? Uh, well, because of me. And I don't talk about it um, so openly. And the reason why I don't talk about it so openly, because for me, it's not about breaking down the systems. That's I, I'm not so gun-ho with the agendas of either people. Why? Because people, when you break down systems without letting the masses know or letting people know, you start to screw up the lives of individuals in ways you don't know. There are great consequences to bringing down empires that people don't even understand. We want new systems. Here's the deal. Here's the thing. We don't like this system. We want new systems. Okay, great. And we're going to bring it down. Oh, good. That's awesome. And then what? What the hell? Are, where are you going to lead the people? That's just great. You're going to lead them to what? Chaos and, destru and destruction. That doesn't even make sense. And then we self-sabotage. We run around like a bunch of crazy people shooting each other, hurting each other, fighting for resources, living in scarcity, living in fear. Doesn't need to get to that, right? So for me, what I do here at Spirit and Coffee is I talk about what is the intention behind the new world that we get to create and how can we prepare ourselves if we choose to step out of the system because we can choose powerfully. You don't have to be running around chaotic um, like a chicken without a head, okay? It could come to this. Will it? I don't know. We do know. I will say that from the experience and from what I know and from what I've seen in my clairvoyance is that, yeah, I think in our lifetime we're going to see an entire system be destructed. I think we're going to see governments crumble, and I think we're going to see civilization crumble. I believe that to happen. Now, will it? I don't know. Doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Doesn't mean we're all going to die. It just means that we have to be prepared. So the greatest thing that I can encourage people to do, it's not out of fear. Okay. This is not a fear-based um, channel either. This is not for people to panic. Oh my God. You know, no, prepare, have a plan, just be prepared. That's it. That's all you need to do. Put yourself 
in a mind space that allows you to feel like you're in a place of, of ease. So there's little things you can do. It doesn't mean that you have to go all crazy and hoard stuff. That's that's not the point either. There's a book called Who Moved My Cheese? Read that book. We don't need to stay in one place. We used to be nomadic. If you looked back in the day, we weren't just in one place taking all the resources from one place. We moved from place to place to place to place. Why? Because we understood that we couldn't just take all the resources from one specific location because we needed other resources. So we would move. We were nomadic. <laughs> and then we started to hoard and we started to build empires and we started to say, this is mine and this isn't yours and this and that. And now I'm going to kill you because you're trying to take what's mine. And Okay. There's enough for everybody. If we lived in harmony with the planet, it could sustain all the life that we have on the planet, but that's not the case because we live um, in comfort right now in our empires, right? Even the way that we structure our houses and stuff like that. And this is everybody, including me, right? I live in society. So I'm not excluding myself from the dialogue because I am in society. So I haven't walked away. I'm not off the grid. Am I preparing? Yes. Do I, do I make moves to make sure that if I needed to, I would? Yes. Am I doing it in fear? No. So I feel like the education for the individuals, what what's what I feel the gap is, and, and I came to this conclusion yesterday, I'm trying to get people to transcend the story, but people are barely just opening their eyes up to the story. So I'm getting it now, okay? I get it. There's people who are barely opening up their eyes, barely waking up, barely, barely looking into conspiracy theory. And I've been doing this my whole life. So for me, it's like, okay, let's get past that story. Well, that's not fair. Okay. So it's not fair of me to just say, let's get past it. And I think Baram, if you ever showed up here, um, kind of, you know, told me that. Now I'm open to feedback, you guys. If you guys have feedback for me, trust me, it might hurt <laughs> but that's my ego spiritual alchemy and spirit and coffee is not about ego i mean it is and it isn't right <laughs> but it's not about my ego it's not about i have the right answer it's about a community of individuals who are seeking searching trying to understand what truth is trying to understand how to build their intention into their life and how to create from that that's what this is about so it's not about oh am i gonna hurt natalie's feelings no, I might get her. I might be like, oh, shit. But then I'm going to open my eyes and contemplate it. I don't just walk away and take things lightly. I think about them deeply. Everything, obviously. So, you know, Baram said, because I said, well, stop looking at conspiracy theories and start looking at this. And then he's like, well, no, I like to. And then I said, oh, yeah, okay, you're right. You're correct. What the hell am I talking about? Shut up, Natalie. That was ego. And, and recognize that individuals right now are barely opening up their eyes to uh, the truth, right? To this false, I would say this, this truth, little T, not the big T, but the small T. They're waking up to this illusion that has been um, created. And they're thinking, what the hell is this? This is what? And so we have people that are what I call in spiritual emergency. And the spiritual emergency is, is, is an awakening. Sometimes it's individuals questioning their own religious beliefs. Sometimes it's individuals 
who um, had a kundalini awakening or connected to other dimensional time space and they don't know what the hell to do with it, right? They're confused. In a state of a confusion, well, hell yeah, that would be confusing, right? It would be confusing to all of a sudden have everything that you thought to be completely true um, take you up in a whirlwind. And now you're like, what the hell? Where am I? Where did I land up? Then you have 500 billion people trying to tell you what to think and what's going on. And here's the storyline. And this is why that and this and this and this. And you're going, what the hell do I do with all this? So, okay. So um, the other day I was listening, my my um, my roommate, she was listening to this guy. I could hear all of it. And I was kind of, hmm, I was eardropping. <laughs> I was eavesdropping, eardropping, hairdropping, whatever you want to call it. And he was talking about the giants, right? That each civilization had giants and all this stuff. And, and it was like interesting theory. So you're listening to all these theories and, and they would say, okay, well, the giants were, you know, the different civilizations and they had a big war in the sky and you can see it in the Vedic text and you can go back into the historical text and talk about this great cosmic battle uh, because of the way human beings were being treated by these these um, fallen angels and all this stuff, right? So, and I was like, pretty interesting. And so we look at it and we say, okay, so what? Now what? What does that mean? How do we move forward from this? Okay, empires will come down. Nothing stays the same. Go into uh, the Buddhist practice where everything's always changed. Change is a constant. Where we start to get fear is we're afraid that if things change, what's going to happen? I'm going to die. Everything's going to come tumbling down. Well, sometimes we have these tower events and the tower takes down everything. We don't need to, we don't need to run around chaotic in fear. I'm not going to, I would never sit here and say, okay, uh, let's be, no, but I would say, let's prepare, prepare yourself. Okay. These individuals in the background who are trying to take down the very foundation of all governments, and this, these are the people, not the, the one who are trying to do one world order. These are the people that are trying to stop um, all of the, what they call the deep state, right? Or the, whatever. They, they're trying to take those individuals down. And for me, I'm like, yeah, here's the deal. You guys are so gung-ho about changing the system, but where are you leading the people? Where are you leading people? You can't just break things down and not leave people. And you know, the consequences of doing that are so dramatic that you're impacting, you're making and impacting the lives of others without them even realizing it or educating them. So educate yourself. That's another big thing. Educate yourself, not just in the quote unquote conspiracies or all of these, all this information, educate yourself on, on what are practical steps to take. So you're not in a state of panic if something were to happen so that you can have that rational mind and know that you're, you're safe. Will it play out the way you want it to? It may not, but at least you have a plan. At least you have something on paper that's going to support you. It doesn't mean to be a hoarder either. You don't have to hoard a, like a billion trillion things, right? Because why? Because who moved my cheese? Read that book. Sometimes it requires that we get up and we, we travel. We become nomadic again. People are afraid to do that, right? Some people are afraid to leave their homes. 
And that was kind of the message. Don't leave your home. Stock up on stuff. It's like, what do you mean don't leave my home? There's a whole planet out there. Like, my universe is not my home in a box. There's a whole world out there to be discovered. And and there's places that have resources that have never been been utilized in spaces and there's plenty of space here on the planet I can tell you that right now you look there's fields and fields and fields and fields and fields and fields there's no way that we can possibly overtake the entire planet there's we just don't know how to work with the planet that's the difference we're 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 ripping the planet apart instead of working with the planet okay working in harmony because we don't know how and that's okay we were, we were programmed that way, right? I wanted to go to a farm. I wanted to live on a farm and my parents told me no. And they put me in civilization and now I'm dealing with society. And now I'm so socialized that I don't know that I could even just go out. If I went out to the mountains, I don't know that I could lead people to the mountains and stuff and survive. You know, it would take a village. It would take a bunch of different um, individuals with different skills. We would all be dependent upon each other to, to survive, <laughs> right? Okay, so let's see what we have. Uh, we have uh, every so often powerful civilization crashes, another one starts up. Yeah, that's right, Shadow. Uh, let's see, joins, okay. Oh, I have a fan club, All right? You joined my fan club. I don't know what that is, but thank you. <laughs> I don't know how to use this podcast. Someone told me that I it's a game and you could get beans and you could get prizes and people could send you things and I don't know. I guess I don't pay attention to all that. Y'all want to send me something that's cool. You don't, that's cool. Um, just knowing that you guys are going to be safe and well and taken care of is enough reward for me. That's really, uh, at the end of the day, I do care, <laughs> care because I, here's the deal. I'll tell you why I care. I'm going to give you a little bit of background why I've, I finally have come to the understanding of why um, I per perhaps have seen the world so vastly different. You know, they talk about these indigo children, right? These children that wake up and they talk about the star seeds and all that. Well, we all are. Nobody's, it's not special to a group of individuals. We all are star seeds. Um, and everybody has the potentiality to tap into that, right? And to remember who they are. Um, my story is a little different. I didn't, I, I came into this world knowing. I just knew, right? Now, this was very hard to explain to everybody around me. And let me tell you what, I wasn't popular because it was very difficult to try to get people to understand and see life through through the lens of me, which how can, how could they? But as I progressed, right, through life to try to Really, my progression was trying to figure out why nobody could see life the way I did, why nobody knew that there was a creator and that, you know, that it was on our side, this grand design, this creator, God, whatever you want to call it, this, this thing that we can't even understand, right? It's more magnificent than we ever will be, uh, but we're a part of it. So part of that magnificence lives within us, right? We're extension of that. So trying to figure out, like, how do I tell people this? I didn't have language. I was a little girl right um and i got in trouble because how could i know god how could i talk to god how come god talks to me and not them and this and that so never mind i just shut up and i said never mind i'm just not gonna say nothing and you know i just whatever rode with it 
journey through my life trying to figure out why what was the difference between my sister and I what was the difference between my cousins and I why was it why was it that they couldn't see it how I you know there was miracles everywhere and I kept trying to say see this is a miracle do you see no nothing okay fine whatever so continue on now as an adult right and starting to have language and be able to shape it and be able to communicate it and experience the experience and then communicate the experience right so that others can get it so that i have language to express it to relate to is i came in sort of opposite most people come into the world and as soon as they're birthed they're trying to remember where they came from who they are I came in knowing who I am. Why? Well, because of the way I was birthed. And I didn't know this, right? Is my birthing story. And and remembering finally where I came from, what planet I came from, and how I came into the world. These these stories, which we call the origin story, which became my origin story, is critical for what? Because it allows us to understand what our medicine in, is in this world. And my medicine is I came from, okay, in my my um, origin story, a planet that was destroyed. Okay, my planet was destroyed, completely demolished. And I was the last survivor. Okay, this is my origin story. And I came into this world, my soul, my whatever was thrown into this world. Was I kidnapped, put here? I don't know what the hell. I just ended up here and I was like, why? That's the first question I told my mom. I want to go home. Just take me home. I don't know. I don't want to be here. I'm an alien. <laughs> Whatever I used to tell her that would piss her off and she'd get hurt. Now, I came from so total self-destruction. I came from destruction of an entire planet. That origin story lives in my DNA. So I'm here to tell you that we have a beautiful planet. And why the hell are we trying to kill it, demolish it? It doesn't make sense. We have this beautiful thing and we've created, I don't know what kind of shit we've created, some weird shit. <laughs> Use my language. So we have this planet and the planet giveth, right? We didn't ask the planet to grow plants. It just does that. It's it's the being itself. It's a being, right? The planet has a consciousness. It's a it's a it's a being. It's a it's a being. It's a living being. And this living being gives us food and nourishment and shelter and it gives us refuge and it gives us all these beautiful things. And yet we have this people, these people, okay, that are here to try to what? Take everything and rip all of the resources from it and leave it barren. Why? I don't even understand why. Why would, so I can't contemplate it. That's what I'm saying. I, I can't think from that mindset because I don't have that mindset. That's not my story. That's not my mindset. But I do understand that the human psyche, the, the natural human psyche um, is a scary place for most people. Now, my sister, I'd love to have her on because her storyline is completely different. She comes from a more humanistic perspective. She has to tell me, well, this is what human, this is what happens in humans' minds. 
This is the dialogue that goes on. There's great suffering there. Suffering that you've never really been, you don't see it, you don't understand it, and I don't. And so I'm being completely honest with you guys. I don't 100% understand the human consciousness from the perspective of self-sabotage. I don't get it because I know that people are self-sabotaging. I know that individuals are don't think they're worthy. They don't think they're good enough. The dialogues in your head are like maybe demons swarming through your head telling you that, no, you, you, you can't do it or living in fear or are being um, not setting boundaries and being doormats are giving too much and people taking and taking and taking and feeding off your energy and all these things that the human condition goes through. And I'm here to tell you that it is okay. It's okay because my origin story came from an entire planet being destroyed. And my medicine is to tell you that we live in a planet that is beautiful and wonderful. And if we can create and tap into that, and if we could remember that, we could start to heal ourselves. We don't need to panic. It, it, if you do, it's okay. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that you can, you can set yourself up to win, basically. Set yourself up to win. Okay? Happiness is an inside job. Amen, it is. But from the human psyche, it seems that most people are suffering from sadness and depression and hurt and fear. And, you know, I, for me, I'm constantly bringing people back to like, remember you're powerful. Remember you're enough. Now, I'm not saying I don't have these conversations, but my, my entire worldview, I've never, I don't understand the psyche. And part of it was because I was a, from what I understand, and if I talk about my origin stories, that I literally, I'm, I was a C-section baby. And um, when I talked to my professor, she talked about your origin story in terms of when you were birthed. Do you know your birthing story? That's huge. Your birthing story can help you get some insight as to um, how your DNA is coded even. What exists within your body, the trauma that you might have held on to talking to your parents if you have them still and asking them what was the birthing like um with a c-section baby and this is what my professor said um who does archetype dreams and archetypes she asked me she said well what happened and i said well i was a c-section my mom picked the date this is how it happened she said well you're she goes the, the fact that you're a c-section baby and the fact that your origin story is a whole world was demolished and just taken away makes sense because you didn't you didn't choose the time when you wanted to come out and i was taken out maybe before i was ready and and that lives in my dna but between the time of that and birth with the birthing process if you are born naturally you go through the entire process of coming into the world when you're ready you're letting go when you're ready. Me, I, I, I wasn't ready. They just took me out and it happened abruptly and they cut the cord and they said, there you go, girlfriend, you're out. And I was probably like, whoa, you just tore my whole world apart. And I, and I came from this place where my entire planet was just destroyed. And the place that I came from was gone. I didn't even have a chance to mourn. I didn't have a chance to say goodbye. Do you see? So we have a gift. 
We have the gift of time. We have the gift to tell people we love them. We have the we we have time. We're here right now in the flesh, in the breath, that we can the people that we've connected to, the people that we're most connected to, we can tell them we love them. That doesn't mean you have to be a doormat and that not have boundaries. That's not what I'm saying because sometimes people misconstrue that, but you can still love people. We can still save this planet. We still have time to do that. Even if these people are trying to rip it to pieces and shreds, we can we can fight for it. We can stand for it. We can stand firm in making sure that this place doesn't get demolished. Now, in that birthing story, she also said that because of that, I'm connected to the archetypal patterning and ancient archetypes because she said what you're tapping to is ancient. It's an ancient story. It's not, and, and that's why, and it's good because I wasn't just stuck there. So I'm rational as well. I'm not just, <laughs> I'm not, I'm crazy, but I'm a rational, crazy person. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Well, see, Nat, I feel better already. I don't want to be, uh, let's see. Wow. Oh, I'm supposed to be induced next Wednesday. Oh, okay. And I don't want to be, uh, yeah. Okay. See, Nat, I feel better already. Oh, okay. Well, I remembered a lot. Well, don't feel bad, Poeta, because here's the deal. Um, what's really cool about my story and my origin story is that I can connect to the archetypes and to the little G gods, little G goddesses, and I can communicate that. So in a way, it's really kind of cool. It's cool because I can connect to the imagination, to the imaginal world. That's why I've always had this vast imagination. It's probably why I dream so much. And I remember my dreams every day, see? So it may not be a bad thing. If you're dealing with the child, right, and the birthing story that you you let the child know, and that maybe you even understand how they behave in the world based, based on that birthing story. Well, I remembered a lot just right now about your own origin story or your own birthing story. Yeah, this is one thing that I feel um, people, if you go back to your birthing story, your origin story, you'll kind of understand how to maneuver forward even. It'll it'll give you some, some insight as to how to move forward. Um. So um, I'm glad that it it tapped into something for you. Um, and you could do hypnotherapy. Um, there's a bunch of different ways to do it, right? Hypnotherapy gives us the the opportunity to kind of tap into that. Baby girl has been attuned to Reiki. Oh, see, there you go. I'm letting her know that she's got till Wednesday uh, till the doctor evicts her. That's good though. Here's the deal too, Poetic. You shouldn't feel bad, but eventually, and I'll tell you another story that might help you with this. This is another mythological story, um, and it's an ancient story, and it's a story of, of rites of passage, of us actually coming into our maturity. Um, look at Persephone and Demeter. She's been coming up quite a bit for me. Persephone is uh, the maiden goddess. She's the triple goddess, basically. The triple goddess being that she goes through this maturation. She was a maiden. Then, you know, Hades comes from the underworld. They say he takes her. Of course, my mentor says that she didn't she he, she doesn't feel she was raped. She went willingly. Um, she eats the pomegranate, which of course we know is sex, right? She has sex. And then she becomes this woman. And the mother has to let go. So this is a mother story as well. 
the mother has to cut the cord and she's crying for her daughter. And this is, so the story, the myth goes into why we have the seasons because for six months, you know, uh, um, Persephone goes to the underworld. And as Persephone's in the underworld, Demeter, who's her mother, is sad. And so she doesn't grow plants. And she's the goddess of fertility and plants and life. And the gods start to see that. They cut a deal with Hades. And Hades says, well, you know, Persephone can go up for six months. And so for six months out of the year, um, we have fruit and vegetation. And for the other six months, we don't. Everything goes dormant. So this was sort of their way to describe a, a lot of things, actually, and the seasons for one, but also how mother daughters, they there needs to be that separation so that the, the, the woman can mature. And Persephone found her place in the underworld. She found her purpose and her way of existing in the world. Um, so, um, so you saying, hey, honey, I got to cut the cord. You've got to come out. <laughs> is is kind of not a bad thing right if they induce labor you're kind of saying okay you know and and who knows maybe you might notice that this child's a little bit more attached to you and you might have to um uh <laughs> attached at the hip type of child but they don't want to leave the mama they just want to stay in the womb for the rest of their life <laughs> or it's nice and cozy and everything's taken care of and we don't have to do anything who wouldn't want to go back to that? This is why women are magical. Or like, um, sorry, I'm jumping all over the place, but it's kind of funny because here in in New Mexico where I live, is uh, we have something called temescal, and temescal is what the natives do. Uh, it's I think it's a the Toltec or um, not Toltec the um, um, Lakota who do temescal. I think that's correct. I could be wrong. Don't mark my words. Anywho. They create a temescal, which is like a, a, a sweat lodge. And the sweat lodge is, a, it looks, it's supposed to be like the woman's womb is really what it is. And that's why men typically go in there because women have their periods. We don't have to detox. Our body naturally detox. That's how awesome we are, right? We naturally detox through the blood and all that. But the temescal allows the men to go in to the womb space and detox. Now women can do it too. They just tell you don't do it when you're on your menstruating because it's too much. You don't want to over stress your body. So women aren't allowed to go in during menstruation. Makes sense. We're already detoxing. So, but the men go into the mezcal and they go into the mezcal why? Well, because they they're they're um, imitating the womb space. They're going back into the womb. And they're remembering what it was like when everything and all their needs were met. So think about it. The Mother Earth is the womb space for us right now. We're in her womb. We're, we're, we're with her. She's providing everything for us. So why in the hell are people trying to blow up worlds, take over lands, say it's theirs? I mean, it's just crazy. The, the mindset of human beings and where we are today, it's just it's quite crazy. I look at these people. I'm like, really? Did you really just say that? Did you really just do that? Like the people in charge, I'm like, really? You guys act like you're five-year-olds and doesn't even make sense. None of what is coming out of your mouth makes sense. I'm not going to listen to someone who's a five-year-old brat who never, who doesn't have any regard for the mother. Like really? 
it's so it's so patriarchal the societies we live in today that it has no regard for the mother and i'm like mm -mm, honey you were birthed from the mother so let's just see what's going to happen if you continue on the journey of this i own this and this is mine and how dare you and 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 our country's going to come on really i you know if i could be in a room with all of those people i would look at them and i go really and you know what our mothers do? I'm going to throw a chancla at you. I'm going to throw a shoe right at you and tell you, girl, shut up and sit down and, and, and behave. Like acting like a bunch of five-year-olds, you know? And just look at them like, really? Did that just come out of your mouth? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's weird. The human psyche. People are weird. Yes, I pulled the cosmic womb card. Oh, did you? Okay. See, there you go. The cosmic womb. That's beautiful. So she's, you know, you're you're being mother. And that's what mother does. Mother gets to say it's time to cut the cord. Mother gets to let child go when she's ready. You know, I'm going through um, mother let go. <laughs> and, and I'm old. <laughs> so, so whatever. <laughs> We're just going to go through it the way we go through it, right? Okay. So make sure that you guys are prepared um you know make sure that you guys understand in your origin story and remember that this world is abundant take precaution if you guys want to be part of the group on telegram it's at spirit and coffee now this is going to be it's going to be weird because one is left brain right brain i'm going to tell you that right now i've invited my friend into my friend michael into being admin in that group on telegram he is the left brain, even though he's very right brain oriented. Um, but he he knows the paperwork. He understands the paperwork if people are looking for a paper remedy. But I won't just give people paper remedy and offer paper remedy unless they understand the right brain, the intention behind it. What is your intention behind creating your new world? What is your intention behind creating your new safe space? What is the intention behind you building what it is you need to build to feel like you're in a safe space and that you can have choice? Okay, so that's what it'll be. And we will be, I think I'm going to be doing workshops. Okay, right now I'm doing workshops on time currency, but I'm going to be building a workshop on choice. What is choice? Going over free will, determinism. What does it mean? What is the distinction? How are we living in a collapsed distinction between facts and stories? What are the facts? What is the story? All of those things, right? This is um, stuff that was taught to me by um, my teacher when I was taking um, some transformational and commerce classes. So how do we bridge the gap between the two? Not to work against a system, but be in harmony. How do we work in harmony? It's possible, you guys. We don't have to transition out of this crazy world in a big chaotic frenzy. It doesn't have to be that way. You can if you'd want to, but it doesn't have to be that way. We can walk and bow out gracefully, right? If we do have to fight the demons, we bow to our demons. We do a proper bow. We look at it in the face and we say, let's go. But we can also look and bow and say, um, I bow out and I'm going that way. Thank you. You could do that as well. You don't have to feel like you have to ascribe to this storyline. 
And at the moment, it might feel urgent and like you have to. And I get that. I understand. Trust me. Just remember, go walk on the earth. Put your feet in the grass. You know, do all those those things that ground you, that remind you that the earth has been here for us. Right? The, the mother has been here for us. She's been here for us. She's going to continue being here for us. So we don't even have to ask her. She just is. And that is a miracle and a blessing. Now, we don't need to destroy it. <laughs> Why, these people. I wish I could get, to, I don't know, prayers. I'm praying for these people to wake up. I mean, there's going to be energies that don't. Trust me. We're just going to see craziness. I don't even know. <laughs> you can't come in here and purchase food unless you do what I tell you. Who says that? Like, you think the Mother Earth is saying that? Could you imagine? Okay, let's just kind of make it in a in a comic or a comedy, right? Because I kind of laugh at this stuff because it's ridiculous when you start really thinking about it. Imagine, like, oh, it's like the Wizard of Oz, right? That's a good that's a good way to look at it. It's like when she's going through the forest and she gets an apple and the trees start to, to beat her up for taking. Imagine Mother Earth did that to us. No, this is mine. You don't take from me, you little shits. You can't eat of me. How dare you eat of me? Get away, you little flea. <laughs> Get away. <laughs> we don't have Mother Earth doing that. She says, I have abundance. I have enough to give you. Here you go. Take, child, eat. But no, we have the human mind come in, right? And it's all like this happened to me. I'm not even going to lie to you. I um, went to Trader Joe's. I'm going to say this last story because people are crazy. I went to Trader Joe's and they wanted me to wear this mask outside in the line. Well, I have asthma and stuff and I don't even like these mask things to be. I can't breathe, okay? Just can't. And it's really difficult. So uh, I'm like, no, I'm outside. You know, I'll just wait until I get in and then I'll, you know, I'll follow your rules, whatever. When I get inside, I'll follow your rules, whatever. I'll play the game, whatever. Well, I didn't put it on, okay, outside. Then I went inside and they literally wouldn't sell me groceries. I mean, you would could see on the cameras that I was like, did I follow your policy? I did. And, and so I looked at the dude and I said, hey, I said, all right, you're not going to sell me groceries. I said, and that's fine. I'll go somewhere else, right, where I'm wanted or whatever. But I looked at him and I said, who made the decision not to feed me? Who's making the decision not to let me have this food? Who? Was there a manager that directed you to do this? Who was the, the person who made the final decision? And he just looked and he's like, uh, me? And I said, all right. I just looked at him and I said, okay. Let he who live without sin cast the first stone. I said, and let me tell you what, did I commit any crime? Did I do something so bad? And, you know, the guy didn't know, he, but he had to be right about it, right? He had to be right. And he, he looked, and I looked at him right in his face. And I just said, okay, cool. Deny me food, that's okay. And I, and I left, right? I didn't make a, a pickle. I was going to write a big complaint and all this stuff, but I didn't. I just looked at him in the face. And in my mind, I'm thinking, wow. Wow. You will deny someone food. Wow. That doesn't even make sense. Who does that? <laughs> Who 
what type of logical person does that? Well, they're not logical. And they're not thinking from um, fellow human beings. They're thinking from, I have to be right. I hold the authority. I hold the this. And I'm like, wow, just wow. Okay, cool. That's good. But Mother Earth doesn't do that. Imagine Mother Earth did that to him and cut him off completely. Then what would he do? Oh, he changed his whole mindset real quick. <laughs> Imagine someone didn't want to give him food for how he looked or something. You know, some weird shit. I don't know. No, the Mother Earth doesn't do that. She doesn't pick and choose who gets to eat. Everybody gets to eat. She doesn't say, oh, but no, that's the human condition. That's how weird and ass backwards we are. That's the weird type of thinking that's going on in the human psyche. Well, you don't look, you don't look like this. So you're not going to, we can't feed you today. You're just, we're going to deny you. So imagine Mother Earth. She'd probably deny every damn human being on the planet. <laughs> she'd see like, hell no, y'all are crazy. Get away. You're, first of all, you're taking all of me. You don't give back. You you take more than you you give. I mean, the mind, the the human mind is just like what the. I can't even. I'm gonna do comment. I would do like yeah, scarcity mindset. You know, you did like comics. I have comics running through my head, and all I can do at the end of the day is laugh because humans come up with the weirdest shit. We humans come up with some weird shit, and we're seeing it. We're seeing it. Just look at society. It's weird as shit. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm a laugher. I kind of sometimes make jokes out of things that are maybe not funny to some people. But to me, it's just, I, I mean, you can make comics about these people. I mean, you, you just can't make this shit up. Right? I would love to see Mother Earth turn like like people. If that happened, we'd all be in screwed. Every, the whole entire planet. I'd love to see what happened to the people who were trying to uh, dictate who gets to eat and who doesn't. If if Mother Earth did that. <sighs> no one would eat. Guess what? No one would eat. No one would have food. And everybody would perish. And there you go. And then she'd be like, problem solved done <laughs> but no we're so important or you know we have control we are it's like get over yourself like at the end of the day get over yourself i would like to look at these people get over yourself really honestly truly like really like really oh okay good for you congratulations you win <laughs> Anyway, the human psyche, whew. we have a chance. That's why I'm saying don't live in fear. You guys don't hem and haw. Go read the, Who Moved My Cheese. It's a child's book. You can even read it to kids. It's, it's an easy read. It's a small book, Who Moved My Cheese. Don't hem and haw. You don't need to stay around. Resources change. You might have to change place and location, um, but there are resources in other places. And, you know, why are you going to try to suck a, a dry ocean? Why are you going to try to find water in a dry ocean? There's no, it's not going to happen, right? So you move, you, you go where there's water, you go where there's life, you go where there's things that are flourishing. You don't need to stay in your space, you know, you don't need to be, and you can move. And when you move, you realize there's opportunity, there's choice, there's, 
this abundance of everything. That's the abundance consciousness, that things are always in flow and moving and growing. Okay. So, um, <laughs> hi, Tom. How are you? We have to put love back into her. Yes, we do. I had to get induced. Um, oh, okay. Someone else got induced. All right. So there you have it, you guys. Um, love you guys so much. Um, if you guys want to be part of that group, we're going to be doing workshops, um, on both. We're going to be coming up with a workshop. I think what's going to happen with the workshops, because there'll be minimal charge, there is going to be charge, but I'm, we're not charging ridiculous amounts of money like people do. I think some people go and charge thousands of dollars to understand paperwork and all this. No, that's not what we're going to do. But there needs to be investment. And the reason why is because people take it more serious when they invest. So this is an investment in yourself. So like tiny, you guys, literal, literally five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever that I think the proceeds and it's what I'm thinking is those proceeds are going to be to building a community, um, the, a community that is in harmony with the earth and the planet and stuff like that. And, and that way people can find refuge there. And I think that that's, you know, that's the direction that I want to go. Um, and for those, and for those that are in other parts of the world, you know, perhaps um we can help you guys get started on what that would look like in your part of the world let's lead each other to the promised land we can do it and we don't have to do it in craziness and we don't have to hold on to the old either and this is mine and shooting people i don't know people have guns here in america People will shoot people for their stuff. So I don't even know. I would not shoot anybody for nothing. I can't even kill a cockroach and I don't even like the damn things. <laughs> I want to, but I'm not going to. So we don't need to do that. We can just bow out gracefully, but set yourself up. Okay. So if you're wanting to set yourself up, you're wanting to be part of the community, you're wanting to do that kind of stuff. We can support each other. More people that band together, the, the, easier it's going to be for us to bow out of this society. Okay. We don't have to live within their terms. It's not going to be comfortable to walk away, but we can make it as comfortable as we can. Okay. So that's kind of what's coming up. So if you want to be part of that, go to telegram, download it at spirit and coffee. That is the, the sign in. You can just um, ask to be part of that group and then we can start to support you um, the way that we can. Um, so there you go. All right. So I hope you guys have a fantastical day. I'm not going to get on tomorrow as I work tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so I love you guys and I will be seeing you soon. Bye-bye. Love you too. Poetic. Mm -hmm.